Hello, and welcome back to the Building a Fighter podcast. My name is Dr. Austin Shane, sports chiropractor in Scottsdale, Arizona. With me, as always, badass strength coach in Denver, Colorado, Alex Friedman. What you doing, Alex? What's up, man? I just got a new issue of stickers, some that I self-drew and then some that I ordered online, and I'm trying to de- uh, delineate which ones go on which mug. That's, uh, that's how interesting my life is on a Tuesday evening. I mean, you're a big puzzle guy. It's kind of like a puzzle at that point. Actually, you just build the puzzle. I'm actually halfway through a puzzle. So but. nice. What's the puzzle of? Uh, Demon Slayer, Rengoku, okay. Kyojiro Rengoku. Um, so he, Demon Slayer came out with a movie a while back in a set, kind of all the anime box office records. Um, but he was one of the main characters. So nice for all my anime nerds out there. Cause I know, I know grappling MMA and anime go hand in hand they mesh very yeah, well they kind of go pretty well even that's if i haven't uh, dove into it yet that's that that's that style bender life yeah yeah but nice dude well today speaking of that we kind of want to get into a new series if you will so we are both starting our jujitsu journey alex is a blue belt he's already done a tournament i think what you're about six months in eight months in I've done two tournaments and I'm probably, if I'm going to be honest, been flirting with jujitsu for about two years. Okay, perfect. And me, I had my first practice yesterday, but I've yeah, been, that's what spurred all of this. Yeah. Austin says, I finally deep dive into jujitsu. I'm finally, I finally decided <laughs> to dive in, which um, is a big thing. Let me, let me articulate how big a thing this is because Austin hates to do things that he's not good at and inherently starting something new like jujitsu, even though he's got the wrestling background and he's going to be pretty good. He's very hesitant to do things he's not that good at. I like winning. I like winning <laughs> too much. Man, my beginning speech to Austin was like, don't be a dick. Don't try and win every go. You got to ask yourself after this go, did I learn or did I have fun? If you answered one yes to one of those, then you fucking, you're winning the day. Not that, and, and we'll get into more of that, I'm sure. <laughs> and I had fun and I did learn. So Good. I followed both tenets. I was trying to figure out what you had said to me. I was like writing down different things. I was sending Alex after the class. I'm like, I don't know what you told me to do. So here's like six like, things. You sent me like super technically specific goals. Like I, I wanted to hit five head and arms and go or whatever. And I was like, uh, I mean, sure. But that's not what I said. That's how I set stuff up. I need like, <laughs> I need outcome markers. My goal yesterday was I wanted to test if I could hit a Merkel into an arm triangle. And I wanted to do it three times. And I did it five. And it worked. So that was my goal. And I was able to accomplish my goal. And that's how you know you get better. So, and, and this is a stark contrast between how Austin and I live our lives. I'm very much a process, um, live in the moment, enjoy it, be creative type of guy. And Austin is an outcomes, loves winning, very uh, yeah. qual- quantitative type of guy. I mean, yeah. How else? I don't know. I don't know how else to do it. Which it's, I think is uh, it's one programmed of the, into me. The allures of this podcast is that Austin and I's brain works too so differently. But yeah, but I did. I did start on the ground a lot. I worked off my back. I focused on my weaknesses. Hey, um, get you got subbed a whole bunch. Good, 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 good. And yeah, first first class in, we were doing knee bars, heel hooks, and straight ankle locks. So my biggest fear immediately. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I remember diving into those at Factory X and like the first, you know, six months or so as a Factory X, I would like, as soon as somebody grabbed my ankle, I like immediately tap. I was like, I don't fucking know what's going on. Oh yeah. I know they're dangerous. I don't want to fuck with this. And then uh, we went through like a two week like phase or a two week training block of learning nothing but 
heel hooks, uh, leg locks and, and things like this. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll play around with it. And not as dangerous as I imagined. Um, I think it has a lot to do with, um, the disposition that you're going after them and the, uh, the reaction, right? Like if you give a panicked reaction, you're going to make anything in grappling worse. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, being a little more comfortable, but it certainly did help to go through the technique of, of all. Heck yeah. I, it was one of those things for me yesterday that I was like, we were playing around with, what is it? Uh, far side Ishi or not. Uh, uh, there, there's like some different positions in that, like figure four type area where it's almost like a 50, 50 and you can play in and out. So something that I think a lot of jujitsu heads that listen to this podcast, or if you're way into jujitsu are going to have to forgive. I know zero Ashi. terminology. Ashi, that's what I know. It's called. I know absolutely zero terminology. Like we talk about him in super slang at factory X and like, even like what you're talking about, like a Merkel. I don't know what a Merkel is. If I saw it, I don't even, I don't know. Even know that you have a, that basically, you know, I hit my slide buys. Mm -hmm. So you're in that side to side position. You go over the head and you get a head and arm, like same side, head and arm. And then you're going to hook the inside. You're the only person that'll ever call it that. All right. Well, that's what (laughs) I learned. It It is a Merkel. Okay. So anyway, I'm the worst at terminology. I don't learn anything. I, I don't try and learn the names. I don't try it. And I even realized this last season coaching wrestling, a lot of the shit that I know, I don't really know. I just can do. It's really hard to get your point across when you can't say what you're doing. Somebody, yeah, I forget. <laughs> we like me and the other wrestling coaches kind of workshop positions a lot. And we're like talking like, well, what do you do out of this? Or like one day it was like off a single, what, how do you hit that cutback crate or a cutback tilt? And I was like, how do I do that? I <laughs> grab my single. Let's see it. And I like have to like literally physically walk myself through it to understand the steps or how to teach it. So um, that's one thing I've learned about myself through jujitsu is that I uh, am much better at implementing and figuring it out in the spot than like learning and drilling technically. It. Yes. Well, and it, it's unique for me because it's the first time in a long time that I, I, I don't have a coach's lens on. I'm doing it just for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else. Like, yes, I'm learning, but I'm the athlete that's learning. I don't have to worry about how I have to teach this to somebody right after. So it's, it was cool to like sit there and actually like, like kind of be not passive because I'm an active listener, but like be hands off and just be the one that, Oh, I, I have a problem with this and work through and, Oh, I need to grab the toes, not the heel and find out the small details on my own. Again, it's kind of cool. Just learning new skills like that because it's, it's just new patterns. And I just, all I want to do, I feel like I'm going to be the boring guy because all I want to do is drill. Like I, I know, like I've had all of my success comes from the concept that drillers are killers. Cause that's what yeah. I grew up. We just drilled over and over and over again. So I just want to go, I literally, I'm thinking in my head right now, I'm like, all right, we went from outside Ashi to game over and rolling through. We went to a straight ankle lock from a seated position. I'm like, I just want to keep rolling through. So I get the reps. And as soon as I get the reps, I'm like, oh fuck, now I'm actually good at this shit again. Another huge difference. Austin needs to drill and, and lock it in. Right. I, I do it once or twice and I can, I need to drill it like essentially to get the move down. But then after that, it's like, can I hit it live? Do I think it's cool? All right, I'm going to keep doing it and I'll learn it that way, you know, or like, what are the setups to it? So, um, that's but super I f- interesting. I feel like that's because, so again, it's a split between the both of us is you kind of, you're able to flow right through and but you have a very rigid wrestling style. Like you're not, you, you stick to your moves. 
yeah. if you will. You're not a big scrambler versus me. I would say I, that's that's changed with jujitsu, but yeah. But but you hit moves. You hit moves, right? Versus yeah. me, like I have. If I hit a single leg, it's not like a single leg you've ever had somebody else hit because I've drilled it over and over again to try to figure out how I can hit a single leg. Right. And I feel so, like that it's it's one of those things that hopefully it kind of works through jujitsu because if I just keep drilling, jujitsu is so much more fluid. You drill it in order to make it your own, to make it available when you're so flowy and yeah. scrambly. And right? how I and how I can use it instead of teach it. Because that's yeah. how I learn myself is because a lot of people like yesterday, like Steel is the black belt that I was teaching. And we were going through all these different positions. And I just found a way that worked for me just a little bit better. And I didn't say anything, but I'm like, I did it. I think I did it like 15 times. And I'm like 13. I'm like, oh, I need to hit my hip out just a little bit more. And then I get the, just a different angle for my body. And well, that just and comes I, from drilling. And again, I think a good coach is going to recognize those individual differences. And, and, you know, for lack of a better term, like let that go on or, or hopefully encourage it. But uh, one of the biggest things I've learned going into some jujitsu classes, and maybe it's, it's different culture versus every place that you're at. But one of the, the biggest differences that I delineate between wrestlers and jujitsu players is wrestlers want to drill moves. Yeah. Jujitsu guys want to talk about moves. A hundred percent. And that's some shit I have yeah. to like sift through is like, um, we've, I've talked to multiple coaches about this and it's like, uh, it's like, wait, you have a question about that move? Have you drilled it 500 times? Oh, yeah, you don't have a question about that move. Let's move on. You know, <laughs> it's just like, like the ongoing debate is cool and all, but like, I feel like you have to be so in it or have at least a better understanding than just being shown the move to have questions about it. Right. Exactly. You don't even know what you have a question about yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you're going to ask the question with a very simple refutation or answer. And then again, not that it's a quote unquote stupid question, but it kind of fucking is. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> fucking is. <laughs> Like that's, that's actually, that's probably my biggest pet peeve as a coach is when I, when we go over drills or whatever and I walk around and people already have their hands up for questions. I'm like, right. you just, I, I know I did a good job explaining this. This is my job. So I walked through it. I'm like, you can't have a question this early. You just want to, you just want to walk through and step by step by step, try to figure it out versus like, just do it, bro. Or, or just the, do it. the guy that hits it like three or four times is like, ah, yeah, that's not for me. It doesn't fit in my game. Oh, like the what? worst. What? No, the worst. Have you tried it live once? Uh, Try the worst it live. is when they do it and then they go immediately. They they're like, oh, it doesn't work for me. And then just go back and they're still drilling, but they're <laughs> doing the wrong shit. So then other people around them, they're just like, oh, it's it's free wrestling now. And then other people start wrestling around that. That's yeah, the it doesn't fucking work. worst. It doesn't work for you because you're bad at it. Because yeah. it's the first time you've ever done it. Like, let's yeah. let's try and actually incorporate it, which um, I guess going back to approaches in jujitsu, like that's my biggest approach. And I know it's like, I'm, I'm like a brown noser to all the coaches in the world, but like, I genuinely try the move that we learned in the yeah. live roles or the training post. Like mm-hmm. I, I like, and I think that's a advantage that wrestling has afforded me. Like most anybody in the gym, even like up to the, the brown belts, right? Like black belts are hard to touch, but up to the brown belts. I feel like if I want to, I can probably maul you and beat you via wrestling. Like I might not submit you, but I'm going to get your back or I'm going to be able to control the positions at least. Um, But having that kind of affordance in my head, I'm like, I don't need to mom. I don't need to hold position for four, 
and a half minutes out of this five minutes rolls. Mm-hmm. Let me try as many submissions as I can. And let me specifically try the one we learned today. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm way too conscious of that. Like yesterday, like I, I was like, oh, I really don't want to be the, the wrestler. I, I don't want to grapple yeah, fuck yeah, these yeah, guys. Yeah, so yeah. I go way too soft. Like I think I, I texted you yesterday. I'm like, I don't know how to get in, like to enter if they're on their ass scooting towards me. <laughs> other because than bear, uh, other than just, just do what I want to do, which is, basically just fucking double leg them with my shoulder in their throat. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> no. So no. I'm like, what do I do here? So I know the wrong thing is my instinct, even though that's going to get me points. So the right thing is I'm just going to back the fuck out. So I, I spent three minutes of a five minute fucking go just standing. And I'm like, I don't really know what uh, there's no video, but I don't really know what to do here. Yeah. And I'm like grabbing wrists and shit. When in yeah, reality, like you're, I probably you're standing sh- and the other person is like already boot scooting or like pulled guard on you. Exactly. So I'm like, in reality, I probably should have just fucking listened to my instinct and it would have been a way more fun round. Right. That. And then, I mean, obviously like, again, first music class ever, like you're going to have to learn some uh, like basic guard passes or like Toriano passes. That's a name. I know. I know that move. Whatever the fuck um, you said. Right. Um, but I think you're going to have to get some repertoires. And again, Nogi is hard with that. Cause there's no pat, no uh, like uh, sleeves or no um, lapels to grab, I guess. But I think that there's definitely a certain jujitsu etiquette that goes on um, before we I'm go. I'm also on excited to be a part of the 10th, 10th planet family <laughs> jumping in. Make sure you get that out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, another qualifier. I don't know anything about scoring points in jujitsu. I know I said oh, I've yeah, done two either. competitions. I have no idea. Like I know my last tournament, I went four and one and like, and the three matches that I won, it ended up being like 10, six. Yeah. Right. And I was like, how did it become 10, six? And why do I win? Like, I, I felt like I was in control the, the whole time, but like, how did he score six points? That's bullshit. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's you certainly get points a for passing. Don't you? you get points for passing. You get points for getting the back, but you have to have both hooks in for whatever time you get. The thing that kind of annoys me, but like, I don't really get is like, you don't get points for like, submission attempts yeah right okay and again it makes sense like you went for something you didn't get it why would you get points for that but like as far as like quote quote like rewarding aggressiveness like most of the times if you go for a submission you're putting yourself out of position it's like the attempted uh throw rule in greco where you get a point for that like it's it it encourages you to be aggressive it encourages action and again maybe i'm ignorant to this maybe sometimes you do get definitely submissions yeah (laughs) thanks bro (laughs) Um, but nothing, no witty, a, no witty comeback. No, fuck you. Um, but back to what I was originally saying, and I want to kind of expand on is there's just definitely an etiquette to jujitsu that yeah. like that pervades the culture. And like some people take way more offense to than others. And, uh, again, I think, I don't know. It just goes back to like, don't be a dick, you know, well, which there was, goes that's... against everything I learned about wrestling up until this point. Oh yeah. Uh, you're bred to be a dick in wrestling yeah, right but that was something yeah etiquette something that was weird because even though this is technically my first jujitsu class like i've been rolling with the guys that fight ready for two years uh like yeah. submit submission wrestling like i know a little bit i just have never done a structured jujitsu class right um but i have coached in all these different gyms and hearing like upper belts get to stay where they're at the lower belts have to move around them if there's a live go going on uh does that happen at factory x though um not necessarily factory x but i have been to gyms where it's like super formal like that there's a lot of there's a lot of formalities that go on in jujitsu and i think those type of formalities allow it to be um like approachable 
by kind of the general public and the layman, like having the gi on, bowing in and out of class, like always respect, things like this. Like they definitely allow you're like, everybody knows that 50 or 60 year old guy with white hair that rolls jujitsu, right? Like they they make it accessible to that type of thing. Factory X is much more like down and dirty. Like we don't bow in or out of the mat. Like if you don't want to, Um, you said that and I'm like, oh shit, did I do that yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's all kind of dictated by the culture of the gym. Um, in, in my experience at least. And, uh, I think you get a lot of good technical aspects in like quote unquote, like truer jujitsu from some of those, like, uh, like the Easton training centers in Denver. A lot of those have like, it's mostly gi, you bow in and out, you line up according to your belt, you, um, call your black belt professor and everybody else is a coach. If they're coaching, um, just like formalities like that. And I think you get a little truer picture of jujitsu from that but um like as far as like nogi or catch wrestling or like stuff we do at mma gyms mm-hmm. that's a lot more grappling-esque and like americanized if you will yeah but which one so question which one would you want your kid to start at if you want them in jujitsu uh, or combat sports because some jujitsu places have striking i would probably if i had like a kid i would start them in american wrestling or like formalized jujitsu um okay. And I say that because you get more of a like a foundational understanding of each sport individually. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, maybe that's not the best way to do it, but that's kind of where I lean towards on the spot here. And then I would introduce them more to the catch wrestling, no G, no gi, uh, no gi grappling type of thing. And introduce us that later because I think that is a, a more advanced skill for sure. And I think it's um, like culturally, quote unquote, a definitely a rougher crowd and a rougher go. Yeah, yeah. And I just like the, the structure yeah. of, I agree. I, I think American wrestling or structured jujitsu would be a perfect way to go in because it, the structure itself is one of the best parts about right. both of those sports. It be, it makes you regimented. It makes you disciplined. It allows yeah. you to get <laughs> shit done. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're, we're some of the more MMA things are like, go hard if you want to, or like, you know, exactly. figure it out on the fly and like, Kids don't really have that like decision making process or like governor, um, if you will. So, correct. What are what are some of the the etiquette things in jujitsu that you you've learned so far, Austin, or that you you've picked up in, in your roles? Um, well, you already said number one rules: don't be a dick. <laughs> what things constitute being a dick in your book? I think it's not what a lot of people say is just somebody going hard. Right, okay. going hard isn't being a dick. Yeah. What I would say is the people that don't cut their nails. You're yeah, being a fucking right. dick. Um, same thing with like a sh- like shower at least yeah. a couple times a week. Don't be a dick. <laughs> um, but in reality, as far as like games, I would say if it's you're rolling with somebody relatively new, don't just hop into a 50-50 leg lock position. They don't even know what the pressure feels like to tap for some of those yeah. things, especially like an outside heel hook. Um that happened to you, but are you, are you no, it did war stories? No, no, that did not happen to me, but I was, just, I'm just thinking about mechanics and that, that would definitely, that would probably pop on somebody before yeah. they tapped. Um, <clears throat> and then people just trying to bigger people, just trying to use their weight. I think that's as a, as a medium sized person, I think that's a dick Fuck move. You. Fuck you. Um, you should at least go 20% less. If As a bigger person, I do more than me. I do consciously try and use less weight, but I hate doing it. Um, if you agree to roll with me, you're gonna get laid on by 200 pound adult male. 200 pounds now? Uh, maybe 190, 185. Uh, I think I'm actually gonna try and do the this next competition at 170. 
but I'm trying to get there without cutting weight, quote unquote, like just Gross. training. I know, right? 65 healthy right lifestyles, you know. Fuck wow, we'd be about the same ballpark. I know. Here, then you wouldn't have any excuses for when I whip your ass. <laughs> you're the one that constantly spouts the excuses when we grapple. You're like, oh, you're so much bigger than me. We'll never, we never actually went hard. When did I ever lose, Alex? Oh, all the time. Um, just in life. But there we go. The, There's the comeback I wanted earlier. <laughs> But uh, some of the things that I've experienced in jujitsu that really rubbed me the wrong way are, especially in like training, there's absolutely no reason to like forearm shiver somebody's nose. That pisses me off to no yeah. extent. I guess nobody's you know, like, done that just, to me yet. Just like grind your forearm in somebody's yeah. nose. Like, and I get it. You're trying to open something up and let it happen. But again, this is recent because specifically like two or three Saturdays ago, um, I'm in class. There's blue belts white belts and there's like three purple belts or whatever and this one purple belt is like a older gentleman like clearly out of shape like put the work in from jujitsu technical standpoint and attendance wise to get the blue belt but not like physically apt blue belt if or purple belt excuse me if you will um and we, we were like having a nice conversation i was being fun with him and one of my things specifically like being conscious of like trying not to be a dick is I always try and let the other person dictate the pace, which is not a technique that I would take in a competition, but something that I would, I would take into like a recreational jujitsu class. So I kind of let them dictate the pace. I play what game they want and see if I can beat them at their game rather than like play my game, which is kind of like smash passing and smothering and, and stuff like this. Um, so we were starting in Mount because the technique of the day was like get out of Mount or escape from the back and, and, and stuff like this. And he started in Mount and the like very first thing he did was take his gi sleeve on his forearm and like start rubbing it and like sawing my nose. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like we were just talking all nice. Like, do you have to prove? You. Like, what's going on? And like, and after that, like I got him off, we got out of Mount and like when we started rolling and like my attitude was like, I'm not even going to submit this motherfucker. I'm just going to pace him to death. And I fucking, <laughs> I put a pace on this guy and ran circles around him and like went from the back to like full mount back to the back and then into half guard. And then this, and I was just like, again, just running a complete pace on him, like tied up some submissions, didn't finish them. Um, and he is with like 45 seconds left. He just tapped cause he was winded. And I was like, you motherfucker, <laughs> like, don't be a dick. You know? And I didn't say this to him. And then, and then after class, we're like, um, like just bullshitting around and he goes, he's like, Oh, so you're the type of guy that do that doesn't tap to arm cr or neck cranks. I was like, like one, no, probably not, but don't neck crank me. Like what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Like, why did you feel the like the fact you had... that you said that is the yeah, problem, like, you know, like, Sure, in competition, neck crank and like try and break my jaw all you want, but like right now, yeah, like, what sense. the fuck? Hey, I'm sorry. And like, I didn't but, even apologize to him. I was just like, yeah, I went fucking hard because fuck you. Yeah, but I mean, like, also that's the type of thing where I feel like we're a little bit more docile because we already had our competitor, like our competitive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like stuff point. like that. Like this is this is that dude's moment. Yeah, that you're sure. an ex college wrestler. And he's rolling with you and shit like that. Like this is and now he's got a purple belt opposed to my blue belt. Exactly. So this is his moment. He's like, oh, I'm the athlete now too, <laughs> which could be, it sounds bad, but I've seen it before where the guys, yeah. the ones that weren't like a better athlete in high school, they're getting into it later. They're the one, they're the tryhards. They're the ones that go yeah. way too fucking hard and don't have any governor. 
on anything. Right. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I, that's a good perspective to take it. And again, it was probably petty and like ego filled of me to do. Like I probably should have just like oh, fuck moved that guy. on. But yeah, also fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> completely <laughs> null and void any morality that we have here. Um, but that's the, the, that's the wrestler arm, mentality, right? The forearm shiver pisses me off. Um, I don't know the uh, shoulder in the chin pisses me off a ton. Like if you're going for a, um, what the fuck's it called? A Von flute, like, sure. Like go ahead. Right. But if you're just in side control and you're just jamming your shoulder into my chin, like, yeah. come on. Oh, bro. I got one. So okay. this was from a while ago. Actually, I did a trial class at fight ready. Um, yeah. and I was rolling with a gen pop per- dude and I had double hooks in. I probably was going a little bit too hard, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Like, I, like when I say a little bit too hard, like I was kind of just jumping back and forth from side control before, like kind of like playing with my food. And then this guy fucking, I threw two hooks in cause I'm a wrestler. He just goes in and I don't, I don't remember what he did. I crossed my ankles and he used his ankles on top and pushed down and just did two fucking ankle pops right away because I crossed my ankles on the inside of his guard. So part of me wants to educate you that that's like a legitimate submission no i know it is but i told him that this is i'm a wrestler this is my first jujitsu class ever and this dude is a like a blue belt with like two or three stripes i think is what he had on and he just go and he just fucking rips on that i'm like how the fuck did i know this yeah i guess yeah and now that i hear you say that i guess it's not like technically what you do but like the malicious intent behind that's the thing that's what i'm saying it's it's if like he didn't softly like build up the pressure and like let you know like you shouldn't fucking yeah. do this. It was literally just, just like, bang. And yeah, and it's it's one of those things that I want at the moment I'm like, fuck, that motherfucker just tore something in my ankles. The fuck is okay. it? Like, like why I come to a trial class and right. so you're just turning people away from jujitsu. And that's one of the right. reasons I didn't jump into it more. I'm like, I can't get hurt. I gotta work with I'm, my body's gotta be put together to work on other people. Dude, um, so I got two kind of directions I want to go. First, I want to tell, since you told the story of your first child class, I want to tell the story of my first child class. I got so fucking lucky at this place. Um, it was an Eastern training center, like north of Denver. And they always assign like a purple, brown or black belt, like to pretty much be your partner and like chaperone you for your first trial class, whatever, which was fine. And it was like, all right, show up 15 minutes early. We'll show you how to tie your uh, belt. We'll like teach you a little bit off framing we'll teach you the warm-up so you're not like a lost puppy which again i think was a really well thought out structure to do it and the guy i got was super nice like awesome purple belt um i don't remember his name it was probably six years ago or no four years ago by now again um and it was good to start and then the technique of the day was hip tosses I was, I was like oh man let's go and he like started kind of babying me like like this is how you grip this is an underhook blah 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 and i was like dude i told you rest in the college like i know what's going on he's like okay and he's like let me hit one first just so you know what and he because i'm i'm sure people walk in there talking shit all the time like oh, i yeah. know what i'm doing like you know this and that yeah. and he like tossed me and i was like and I was like, okay, that was, that was nice or whatever. And I like straight, like kicked through and reaped him and like got my hips uh, like perpendicular to his hip, like through the middle and fucking like completely fived this dude. And like, I, I <laughs> let him down soft. I didn't like smash him or anything. And he was like, okay, all right, yeah. we're, we're good here. And, uh, he ended up telling the person, like the, the professor taught front desk. He's like, I haven't ever got tossed around like that. And I was like, yeah, wrestler motherfucker. Yeah. 
fucking hip toss day. Yeah, it was again, it was just like uh, I don't know. It was gi grips. It was kind of like a judo throw, actually, like yeah. a reap. But um, but yeah, so that, that was kind of a fun first day, and I was like, hey, I'm pretty, good. I'm gonna be pretty good at this if this is all we're doing. But come to realize, nobody stands up with you ever. Um, digress from that point. Butt scooters. Do you like or hate? the belt system oh i didn't think we we're getting this deep in this first podcast oh yeah we're fucking going because wrestling is um, obviously no belt system right right it makes it more convenient for people to know where you're at like to know what level you're on like you could go eh, i would say for the most part because like black belts are different across the board sure. but for the most part if you go to anywhere for their blue belt they kind of know what you're about mm-hmm. so you you don't have to be like oh yeah i wrestled I wrestled in high school as a state qualifier, and then I went junior to junior college. Nobody knows what the fuck that means. You could have just had terrible grades and not gotten into school, right? right. You, know, you know what I'm getting at? Where it's it's easier to distinguish where you're at in the pecking order. Right. That being said, because I think that's a, a positive. That being said, I prefer wrestling and the no you, belt system. You prefer, I mean, obviously you like to wrestle more. You no, prefer- no, I, I prefer the no belt system. The wrestling type yeah, of yeah. hierarchy, if you will. Okay. Yeah. I think it allows it allows you a different mindset that could be fostered. One of the things yeah. that I liked about um, when we were when we were at UWL actually is that I had a little group of all my like of one forty one pounders and thirty three pounders. We all had a little bit different style, and we all respected each other because we were on the same team. We were in the same room wrestling, but we felt like we could learn from everybody. I feel like with the belt system, I a lot of brown belts don't think they can learn from a purple belt. They don't think they can learn anything from them. And I think yeah. that wrestling, having having no classification system opens up the pathway to a little bit more free thought. I totally agree with you. And I think the, the biggest thing about the belt system and like it's, we've kind of like, in my mind, we've been talking about it this whole time a little bit is like the the overarching like introduction of an ego. Yeah. Right. Like not that the ego is not there all the time, but the introduction of like, oh, I'm a big purple belt now, or or I'm a meek little white belt, you know? Because like again, <laughs> I'm a save, white belt. <laughs> again, save my ego. I was fucking up plenty yeah. of purple belts as a white belt. Like it's, yeah. it's not, it's not special. Um, but I think there is a little introduction of an ego there too, because like again, specific anecdote. I was going to a noon class for a long time, and this purple belt, and like I would routinely like quote unquote win our roles right and he was like he was really complimentary like hey man that's more of that wrestling that i need to learn i need to get better he like like the wrestling aspect like the wrestling aspect but every time that i would kick his ass he would come back and teach me to and again like not that i wasn't wrong or i couldn't learn from it but it was just like an ego thing of like yeah. why are you showing me this i just dominated that just position you up. yeah like what, yeah. what's going on here um but yeah and like and then even like last week like I was rolling with my buddy at a new place that I don't typically go to. And like, uh, again, I was rolling and I let the other guy dictate the pace. And he was like the brown belt, like teaching the class. Mm-hmm. And I got a submission on him. Like I got him in an arm bar. Oh like, yeah. He and he one. fucking yeah. got pissed. Like next roll, he just like came at me and again, <laughs> you know, like kind of clap back or get back what, what you will. But it's like, dude, like I didn't do that to try and show you up. Like we're I mean, just don't embarrass the I... dude on his home turf though. <laughs> mean. Well, Fuck that guy. Um, so fuck that reintroduce guy. the ego. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this, <laughs> this podcast. Here. Just fuck Jiu-jitsu. that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> but I prefer the, but okay. So I'll counter just like you did. I, I said something bad about the bell system, like the introduction of, of the ego, the I'm better than you type of, yeah. of mentality, which is not. Anyway. Um, one positive thing I like about it is how traditional it is. I really like the, like the it's grassroots, true 
or the 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 culture that pervades any sport but jujitsu belts geese bowing in and out that type of stuff i i enjoy the thought of that and i enjoy the the um like respect that comes with it for the sport and the practice of it itself like i, I kind of like that and i mean austin shake his head he doesn't really care about it but, but <laughs> i i enjoy it i think it's, it's cool that things are traditional i think that the the lineage of things are pretty interesting um so that's a, a vote for the bell system and to continue on in our like to traditional Brazilian jiu-jitsu type of fashion. I like wrestling a lot for the reasons that you, uh, the like wrestling system of, of progress for you, what you described, uh, being able to learn from everybody and a little more open free flowing kind of communication channels. But I honestly haven't put a lot of thought into like progressions of wrestling. I think it definitely dictates that you learn more about each of your partners as a wrestler. Yes. Rather but, than like, I can classify this guy rolled with the, like, Oh, he's just purple belt. You know, I don't, I, I don't will say, that. I will say we've, we've had this conversation before that it is a lot easier to teach a wrestler jujitsu than it is to teach a jujitsu person wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, again, I, I especially kind of revert kids, to, I revert to mindset on that one. Right. 100%. That's what I'm talking about. We were talking about which one would you rather your kid do? And yeah. that answers my question right there, honestly, because it teaches the mindset a little bit more. I would yeah, argue. wrestling is definitely a forward moving sport where jujitsu is almost like a backward or like a flowing sport yeah. in my in my mind of minds, right? Like not that you can't be aggressive and forward thinking in jujitsu, because I think some of the most, you know, the foremost athletes in jujitsu right now in the world have a wrestling mindset within jujitsu. Oh, yeah. You know, Gordon, like Ryan's Gordon Ryan a and, the, and yeah, Don Hart Death Squad, like they are very aggressive, attack heavy. Yeah. Like yeah. again, and that that to me. Is like point blank, like end of argument. Like what they did was take a wrestling mindset and applied it to jujitsu. And that's why they are who they are, right? Like it, that's how I make sense of it a lot. Like obviously, John Donahue is like a, a master and a wizard, all of this, but the training style, the, the aggression, this, that, I think they took the, the like come to me yep. method of jujitsu away, right? Because I know some of the things I pick up and again, please call us out if we're wrong or you want to continue to talk about it further if you're listening. Um, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, there's like a traditional like up and down position, right? Like not that sweeps aren't a thing, but when you agree to roll, like you just kind of feel it out at first. Like, okay, I'm going to play my guard and I'm going to be on the bottom and you're going to play the top position. Like, and we, and we stay there for lack of a better term. Like in wrestling, it's like, fuck, I don't want to be in this position. Get the fuck out. Do something like, different. Get the fuck off me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, um, there's none of that, like accepting a position or like flowing and like, let's see what he gives me like to an extent, obviously, but right. it's a lot more attacking minded. No. Yeah. You learn, you learn a lot more positional work. You learn a lot more like, Oh, you start here and you go to this and you move and you play off your back and you're accepting of, like you said, the, the bottom position or like they, what you would consider an unfavorable position versus mm-hmm. wrestling where we're literally taught chain wrestle, like but li- don't accept but anything. All- even if you're on top, even if you're winning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that is, that's a wrestling Score. culture thing to a T is yeah. like, don't accept even like winning. Like you won by two. I don't give a shit. Win by 15. Exactly. Him. Pin him. Like wh- what the fuck are you doing? Um, was again, the culture of wrestling that kind of, we were bred into, but in final thoughts and wrapping up our first, very disorganized kind of jujitsu. Yeah. We're going to lock this in mindset. on the next one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll bring some actual techniques or, or points of learning home with it. This would be a super good series to like cross-reference with Scott Miller, Scotty Jiu-Jitsu, who we've had oh, on. Oh, for sure. That'd be before. sick. Because 
he's a jujitsu black belt. He's uh, my current professor and all of this type of things. But his real basis, I think, is in catch wrestling, which okay. is super interesting to me. And I, I love learning from him because he's got a lot of um, positions and attacks that fit a lot of positions I find myself in because catch wrestling, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think that would, he would be a good guest to kind of bring in on this, like, jiu-jitsu series whatever yeah, we end that'd up be awesome it. bring scotty on sweet 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 y'all so that, that was, was our first iteration of the brazilian jiu-jitsu intro or what do we what do we want to call it we're gonna, gonna have name. to fuck that guy <laughs> yeah jiu-jitsu fuck that guy there we go um, episode one <laughs> so if you got any questions hit us up uh, in the show notes all of our information emails instagrams uh twitter all, all the stuff's in the show notes. Um, low back course and low back program available at the website, as well as seven different strength and conditioning programs, along with custom programs and custom team programs. So if you are in need of any sort of strength and conditioning or a low back program, hit us up at buildingafighter.com. As always, this is Dr. Austin Shane. Alex Freeman. And we are out. Out.